A spirit is nothing more than a person without a body, so they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friend, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around, but you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. You see, redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Yes, sir. We are here live, live Wednesday night here on the house party. Man, I hope you tuned in no matter it's morning, afternoon, evening, no matter where you may be. Thank you for tuning in to the one and only Wednesday night house party live here on the UMO 21.8 Amplitude Network and streaming UMOLB TV over right here. You see it, you see it, you see it. Who's announced with me? DJ No Flow. No Flow. No Flow. Gotcha. 
Yeah, DJ No Flow, man. I'm right here in the house Absolutely. with you today. Good stuff, man. <laughs> let's get let's get it cracking right now. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you should just play mine first. I'm feeling today too, man. Thank you for tuning in to Wednesday Night Live House Party here on the 21.8 Amplitude Network, UMO LB Digital Broadcasting. If you're tuning into us right now, thank you. You're tuning into the one and only two-hour live show here on the 21.8 Amplitude Network. Over my left shoulder or right shoulder, how you may want to talk about it, that is our 21.8 TV live on YouTube and Facebook right now. Thank you so much. Waving to you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in visually. Right now, welcome to the house party. That's live on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and re-airs Friday and Monday. Matter of fact, if you're listening to us on a Friday or Monday, thank you so very much for listening to us on a Friday and Monday. That means you took your time out and listened to us on the on our streamer. Very nice morning, day, or night. We appreciate you doing that and listening to us. Flapper gums. Thank you so, so much. Okay, and if you're listening to us via On Demand, which is on Spotify or any other platform we're on, that means you took your time, you push the button to push play to hear us flap our gums again. Thank you so much. We appreciate the listens because all ears are good ears. Absolutely. And you know what? You can give us a call at UMLV. Oh, jeez. I, I can't believe it. After all this time, <laughs> after all this time, I did it. UMOLV.com, 833-586-6218. Give us a call. We want to hear what you got to say. 
And yes, we do. I definitely want to make, put it out there that if you go to umolv.com, right, and you go down to our streamer, you're going to see the house probably live on 21.tv, the first link. Second one is Listen Live, which is bumping around animated. Networks. We are live on the TuneIn Network under Unity Radio. We are tuned in under MyTuner Network, Listen Live. Also, Radio Box Network, Xeno FM Network, and Radio.net Network. All those networks hold us live, live broadcaster networks. We're just live all over the place, ain't we? Okay, and if you click on the radio, Urban Music Radio link, it'll take you to the live broadcaster link, which we are live here on the 21.8 Amplitude. We're also live on Urban Vegas Radio. We're also live on Urban Inspirational Music Radio, and we're also live on Unity Radio on that site, too. So we are all over the place. If you can't hear us live, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we're just live everywhere man that's uh that's awesome that's that's yeah, we, cool we got several different opportunities different different networks we can be on we thank you for listening to us live that is our networks that are that is our introduction before we go any further than all that information no flow proclaim so here we go we gotta set the standard we gotta set it high and we gotta let everybody know bottom line Every tongue, every knee shall bow. Hey, listen, yep. you got a choice. Let me go ahead and just say this right now. In your life, you have a choice to go ahead and bow the knee to the Lordship of Jesus Christ while you're on this earth. Now, you could submit to his Lordship while you're on this earth and get saved and give your life over to him and allow the Lordship of Christ to run your life and to and to motivate your life so that where he, where, where he will literally be, in him we live, move, and have our being. So where it literally it will be him guiding us, directing us, and motivating us at every step of our life, every breath that we take. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let, let everything that I stay, let every time that I breathe, may it be praise to him. May it be a dedication to him. So on this side of the earth, you can submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and let him rule you and reign in your life. And you can be a blessing on this face of this earth. And you can leave behind a legacy that's going to last not only while you're on this earth, but in eternity. You realize that everything that you do for Jesus Christ, everything that you say for Jesus Christ, and everything that you proclaim for Jesus Christ is going into eternity it goes beyond the realm of this earth that you live right here and it affects the surroundings the entire it changes the entire atmosphere of this universe when you declare it to be so and not only that but every word that is spoken in the for glorifying the lord jesus christ is marked in eternity there and will last forever so Here's the thing that we have. We can confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and bow the knee to the Lordship of him today while we're on this side of the earth. Or you can do it afterwards and it will be too late for you to be saved. It don't matter. Every person in heaven, every person in hell, and every person on earth will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the Jesus glory of Lord. God. Of the thought to the glory of God the Father so I would encourage you to do it today because if you do it after you die you will do it but are you gonna bow the knee now on earth where you're gonna bow the knee in hell if you don't bow the knee on earth right now 
you will bow the knee in hell later. So you got to decide where you want to bow the knee to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Here on earth and be saved or in hell and be damned. It's very simple. Either way, it's going to happen. You will confess it. So let's confess it now on this earth while we are still alive so that we can experience his salvation. We can experience his healing, his power, his his mighty love, and his grace in our life. So we're going to say right now, we're going to fulfill the scripture that says that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we do that right now. We say openly, unashamedly, unabashedly, before heaven, hell, and everybody on earth, that Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord. Very simple. Yeah, that's pretty simple stuff, if you ask me. Very simple. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. So, so we proclaimed. Okay, I'll let you guys know if you're listening, if you're watching live right now on our 21.8 TV network, which is on YouTube and Facebook, you will on the right hand side see a support the station. Send a seed true blue LLC. Take your camera, put it over the over that QR code, and what's gonna happen is you're gonna see a link with that link. And if you if guys put it on your heart to be able to sow a seed, thank you so very much. We appreciate you for doing so. Also, right now on the screen, you'll see studio opens our lines are open. Give us a call 833-586-6218, 833-KUMO218. Can't get a hold and push zero. Make sure you push zero too. Don't be a knucklehead and don't push zero. First thing said on that recording is <laughs> push zero to go live. That's pretty simple, right? All right. And if you don't can't get through that line, you can always call our local number 702-483-8004. On our TV network, it's strolling all show and up on our thing, so there's no reason why no one would know that. Okay, so that's all out of the way. What else? Let's see. We got to give some shout outs. Shout out. I heard some good things about India. Yes, yes. So on our Urban Music Radio Network, um, we have tons of stations there that I've built, tons of different stations, different music, different urban music, okay? And last month, oh, what was it? 19. 100 hours i think it was 1900 hours of streaming music most of it was the blues blues got the most okay india you're listening to me thank you for your support for tuning in and listening to us we definitely we really appreciate it and you know what hey we haven't given a shout out to uh to our neighbors canada for a while we're germany we're england uh, are we on the board for them right now Just let me see let me see or are they, I should say, are they on the board for us? That's what I mean. I'm looking. I'm looking. I tell okay, you. so as far as Canada is concerned, it looks like Toronto's tuned in. Toronto, Canada. Hey, you know what? I got an invite uh, from uh, my friend Stephen Gardner to go there next year. So you never know. I might be, I'm, I might be heading, heading up that way there. So definitely. Toronto, Canada's tuned in. And we have Germany tuned in. Absolutely. All right. So thank you for that. Thank you for those who are watching live on our TV network. Thank you so much for that. Much love. Okay, I'm going to give the loves out that I know of, okay? First and foremost, thank you so much, Henry and Lillian Rodriguez and family. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your continued prayer. Thank you for listening, tuning in. All the kids under that umbrella, thank you so much. You guys uh, You guys are godsend. Dr. Henry, just about almost every day. 
He's such a blessing to talk to. All right, so so I know Henry's listening now. Henry, now listen, I'm a little bit jealous now because Henry, you don't call me. Hey, hey uh, you want to know something? What? What? What are you gonna do? I'm I'm just pointing out. <laughs> Where is I'm it? I'm just spitting truth here. Henry probably doesn't even have my phone number to be honest with you. I do this to you, and I get a rejection. So if, if I can't get a hold of you, he can't get a hold of you. Look here, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your phone is like non-existent. Uh, I'm surprised you knew the, 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 the baseline today. I'm surprised you knew it. I knew. I know the baseline today. I'm surprised you did because typically when you walk in the studio, you're like crickets. No, I no, I, I am not. I I am not. Are you calling your boy Blue a liar? No, but <laughs> exactly what you're doing. I know I'm not calling you a liar. You, I do. You, you walk in here. There, the there's there's a few times where I don't know what it is. Really? Just a few. Really? Yes. How many shows have we done? What? We on our 45th show now? We're close to 50 shows. How, how many? I don't know exactly, but close to 50. Okay, so close to 50 then. Close to 50 shows, and this guy still hasn't figured it out. <laughs> what do you mean I haven't figured it out? I don't what. What, what do you mean? Listen. Okay, guys. Listen. If you're, at, if you're watching in the camera up here, okay, I am trying. I am trying to get lemon face. There it is. You got it right got here, it. man. Got the lemon face. Got the lemon face. <laughs> <laughs> got the lemon face. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. So don't don't get on Henry's case for not giving you a call when I can't even. I'm the host of the show and I can't call you. Then you call me. You call me when the when the when the vampires and the bats are flying. Darkness. Oh, I only did that a couple of weeks ago because of the incident that happened. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just in general. Oh, okay. What? Like you're you're only good when the owls are out. Eight o'clock at night? No, that's early for me. Right, well, you you work the night shift, so I so exactly. You call me three o'clock in the morning. I ask the phone. I'm not calling you at three o'clock in the morning. The only person I'm calling at three o'clock in the morning is the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. I hope you hope you look in the back of your eyelids at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I hope you're sleeping at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Tell me that. You know, my mom. My mom the other day, she says, uh, she says she comes in and she knocks on the door, and uh, she goes, "Are you sleeping?" Well, number one, if I answered you the answer would be no i'm not sleeping okay so she did that the other night she knocked on the door there and she said uh, are you sleeping and i answered back and said no i'm checking the cracks in my eyelids <laughs> of course oh, i'm you're sarcastic yeah you know you're so sarcastic <laughs> anyways she forgave me though okay you know but <laughs> hey you know when i'm sleeping i'm sleeping Anyhow, man. All right, uh, so. Well, lines are open right now. Give us a call. I want to talk about anything on or off topic. Obviously, you know, if you know anything about what's been posted on social media or whatever the case is, you know what the baseline is today. It's on the flyer. It's really simple. Exalt the lamb. Exalt the lamb. Exalt the lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line of what it's all about. In the end. And I'm going to tell you something. This word, this message was so long, I had to do it in three parts on this, on this, uh, on this uh, TV because it's too much. Even, even, uh, even the KJV was too much. KJV is too much for you, anyways. No, it's just a whole lot of Shakespearean. I'm not trying to learn Shakespearean. Jesus, I'm telling you. 
What was with you of wanting to learn poetry? Because it's poetic. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Bro, you, you like support KJV. Like that's the only flavor of food available. You have too much sugar in your Kool-Aid, bro. All right. Go ahead and give credit to where credit is due on that one, okay? Come on now, all right? Uh, Don't be a copyright. Don't uh, be a plagiar plagiarist. I, I told him I was going to use it. That's all. I'm going to use it. Uh, okay, all right. Don't don't give me no don't give me no don't give me no lip. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not giving you the lip. I'm giving you some gums. Yeah, you know, bumping them gums. I'm bumping them gums for you, there, man. Today's message: Exalt the right. Lamb. Okay, that's out of the one and only Revelation five twelve through thirteen. Revelation, the scariest book in the entire Bible by many, even theologians, get scared of Revelation because Revelation is re is is the revelate of life. Everything comes to an end in Revelation. We know the ending of our lives there. Okay, so it's very, uh, very troublesome. <laughs> you gave me a look there like I was like some sort of teacher with these glasses on right here. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I didn't laugh. <laughs> I was going to laugh at that one. Were you, you know what I should wear? I should have those, uh, I should have the, um, what do you have at those little, the little string there, like the granny, like yeah, the granny glasses might, might there. Be a good thing for you. Just you know. Saying. Seriously, you know how many times I lose these classes? I, I don't, okay, I only need them just to be able to read, all right? You can't even do that. What do you mean I can? I, of course I can. What? I, what are you talking about? I don't perfectly how what. Uh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you don't even read with them on. I do read with them on. What are you talking about? Boy, watch. How many Jeopardies we're going to get today? No, you're not going to get any Jeopardies. You know why you're not going to get any Jeopardies? Why is that? Because now you've made me aware, and I'm going to make sure that you don't get any Jeopardies. That I don't ah, get any Jeopardies. Ah, twister. I love it. I'm going to make sure that I don't twister. get any Jeopardies. I love it. I love it. Are you, 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 why do you got to drive me crazy? I, I, because. Crazy. What do you mean? I, I, you drive me crazy. You've already been there a couple of times. That they, they say, hey, me driving you there. You've already, you know the route. Okay. <laughs> You've been there already. All right. Well, hey, listen. Before we go into the baseline, let me just ask something here. Okay. Okay. What? Why is the Book of Revelation so scary? You see. Okay. Why is it so scary? Because if people misinterpret it, like, let's go ahead and just mention this here. Just take go down this trail for, here for a minute. All right. What's the number one character in the book of Revelation that everybody thinks about when you hear the book of Revelation? Who's the character? Mm. The Antichrist. Okay, what's that, what's that got to do with privacy in China? Well, the Antichrist is probably going to come out of China, so that's what it would have to do. <laughs> <laughs> he is a he is listen, doing. listen, oh. I don't have, I don't have the, I don't have scripture to back that up. Okay, hey, but don't, uh, don't take that to the bank, and I cash it right. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, that's called sarcasm. <laughs> For anyone out there who took that literally, that's sarcasm. Okay, don't be a soft. We're a soft. Not I, I am not being scripturally correct there when I say that the Antichrist will probably okay, come out okay, of that's China. That's more than we need to know. We get the fact. Got it. Okay. So. S A W F T. Soft. Uh, okay. All right. Downy soft. Uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't smell that good. <laughs> okay. So think about this for a minute. Why is the book of Revelation so scary there? Because everybody is focusing on the wrong character. Listen. Thank you, the, horror movies. Let me go ahead and just summarize it for you here. The book of Revelation, Antichrist, going to be defeated. 
Antichrist going to hell. Antichrist is going to be annihilated. Jesus Christ is going to be the victor. Jesus is going to be the winner. Jesus is coming back. That's scary. So guess what? The whole book of Revelation ain't about the Antichrist. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the scary part. Don't you understand that what? most people ride with the devil? Doesn't mean they believe I, in him. Doesn't I mean, understand. Doesn't I mean, understand. Okay, doesn't mean they, they sold out to him or they believe in him. They ride with him. So the reason why it would be scary to somebody there is because either one, either they don't have the, either they're not saved, they're not, they're not, they're not, they haven't been born again, and the Spirit of God hasn't enlightened them to what the Book of Revelation is all about. So you, so, okay. In that case, there. Go ahead. You mentioned saved. Okay. Let's put that in perspective for a second. If you don't know what saved is, how are you scared of it? Well, you're not scared of being saved, no, but you would... I'm, I'm talking about the... I'm putting this in a different, different way, okay? If you don't know what saved is, no one's ever told you the dynamic of being saved. And you're not saved. Nothing to be scared of. I wasn't scared of it when I got saved. I wasn't scared not to be saved before I got saved. Run that last part by me again. I wasn't scared to be saved before I got saved. Okay. Not everyone's scared of not being saved before they get saved. Got it. Some people, they're just not aware. Okay. There are some people who are not scared of death because they don't care. They care. True. They only care about what's going on right here, right now. Right. Okay. I'm going to mess it. I'm going to mess it. Holy mess up. What if the only reason Revelation is scary is because you live it? It wouldn't be scary to me because I know the right. I I know. I'm not talking about you. Okay. All right. So I'm you're talking, talking about, about someone who rides with the devil. All right. Okay. Then they got all the reason. They got a good reason to be scared. Okay. You know that the devil's going to lose in the end, and you're riding with him. That means you're going to lose, too. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, you can't be scared of it, and if you're scared of it, are you really scared for the right reasons? I guess that would be the question. Are you scared for the right reasons? Most of the time, people are not scared for the right reasons. Thank you, Horror Moods. They're more scared. Mm -hmm. They're more scared of the character than they are of the conclusion. True. True. Okay. That's. Go ahead. Right or wrong. True. People are scared more of the character in the flick than they are how the flick ends. That's true. So, that's the reason why everyone thinks Revelation, the Book of Revelation, is all about Satan, because the character of Satan is so more pronounced it's damnation it's hellbound people are focused on the hell and damnation of it rather than the resurrection and the renewal and the resurrected christ true revelation has been taught wrong wrong people are scaring people into revelation rather than to revealing in revelation 
Can I get a witness, please, out there? In yes, the I, I agree. I'm not talking about you per se. I know you're going. Well, I'm the only one in the room here, so yeah, unless you can. I said Radio I... Land, this guy. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen. We, we call are... us if you uh, call us if you say if you want to get, uh, give us an amen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, amens are, uh, will be really good. Not just not just. Uh... Amen. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So we have been scared into revelation because we have too many damnation preachers. I, I would agree. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. Theology, here we go. Smack you in the face. What profits a preacher to damnate rather than to revelate? Tell me that. I would say this, that the preacher doesn't have the revelation to be able to go ahead and present it. See, that's the whole thing. That's the whole, that's the whole purpose of what I'm saying here is the it 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 all depends upon the how you are perceiving things like for instance with the book of revelation there as i have said and i will state again the book of revelation is not the revelation of the antichrist i couldn't care less what happens to him because he's a non-player in my life and it's not going to happen when he comes on the scene it's going to be you know what we already know what's going to happen to you, so I'm not concerned about you. Now, the, the, absolutely. Now, the whole thing is, and this is where we have gone completely wrong, and we have, you can walk into a Christian bookstore, and you can pull out tons of books on the end times there, and I want you to, first of all, go ahead, and when you look at those books, find out who they are focused on on the most. Is, and who they're written by. And who they're, they're written by, because if you find that they are focusing more on the Antichrist than the real Christ, do not pick the book up. Don't pick it up, because it's not going to give you the revelation of the truth. It's not going to give you the true revelation behind that book of Revelation. Because I will say it again, and it says it right in the front on all languages there, Everything, uh, every under every tongue, tribe, and language there that the Bible is written in, it says the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Look it up in the front there, any version under there. So here goes. So when we get the right perspective there, when we get the right understanding by the Spirit of God that gives us the revelation of Jesus Christ in that book there, then we're going to go ahead and be able to see things truthfully and not and not bound by fear and bound by uh, by uh, by by uh, anything else but the love of God revealed in that revelation there. So that's why I say when somebody is preaching a damnation there. All right. Now there are times when. That message is appropriate. When you're playing games with God, and I said this to somebody last night, okay? When you're playing games, listen, I told this person that I spoke to last night, I said, if you continue down the road that you're going, you're going to end up in two places, jail or hell. And I said it out of love because that person that I was talking to, they needed to hear it. 
Now, there are times when damn they, when those messages are needed there, but okay, it has to be done with the right revelation of that. But when you get the revelation of Jesus Christ there, and it comes to you, and you are able to see truthfully, truthfully there, what the scripture is all about. You know what's going to happen? You're going to present it properly. You're going to present it in a right way where people can understand it. So you mentioned there, why is there so much more damnation than there is revelation? Then I said back, because maybe the person preaching doesn't have that revelation. So, what do we have? Here's what we have to do. In all things that we have to do, we have to say, Holy Spirit, give me the understanding behind this scripture here. Give me the understanding behind what you were intending to impart in, to impart into my life so that I could receive it with the right eyes. I could receive it with the right heart. And guess what? When you receive it with the right eyes and the right heart and the right understanding, you are able to go ahead and deliver that in a right manner. Okay. Okay. So, okay. It, so, it, it's, it's the sermon. It's the sermon. You, everything's a sermon. You know, like I said on one of my videos this week, I said, you know, people don't really realize how important the Holy Spirit really is. They don't, they don't give that a due. So we've been told nothing but scripture, 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 scripture. The problem is, without the Holy Spirit, scripture's dry. I dare you to eat a meal. Without, I dare you to eat a full meal without having some water, juice, something to drink. Go ahead. It's difficult. Go right ahead. Have a meal without having something to wash it down with. You you had to mention water. What was the first thing that I did? I grabbed a bottle of water. Exactly. Okay? People don't understand. The Holy Spirit is the water. You eat the word. You drink the spirit. Without the spirit going into the body after you eat the meal, how's the food going to settle perfectly? Yeah, see? He's closing it down. You see it on camera. See? He's drinking the spirit. Okay? You have to understand that paradigm. People keep feeding you gluttony of scripture, but don't give you no Holy Spirit to rinse it down and get a nice settle in your belly, in your spirit. And the problem, we have a problem in this culture, too much word, not enough spirit. Okay, the word is great and everything, but without the Holy, there is no spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no word, because the Holy Spirit wrote the word. He was... Them being inspired by the Holy Spirit to write it, right? That, absolutely. Okay, yes. so without the Holy Spirit, what's the point? So there's the thing that says, and it, and it, you know what, in Romans it talks about this. It says the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Okay? The letter, the letter and the Spirit go hand in hand. And you can't have one without the other. The Spirit will back up the Word, and the Word will back up the Spirit. When you have them together... Then you're going to flow right, and you're going to move right, and you're going to understand right, and you're going to see right, and you're going to speak right, because you've received the word right. Now, let me give you an example of what happened uh, with with me yesterday. Okay, we'll just we'll just give you this example here. So, I had somebody that called me and asked me a favor, and. I had to go ahead and turn them down. 
but it gave me an opportunity to go ahead and speak to them because they needed to hear some things in their life. So, here's what I told them. <laughs> We're having a lot of noise here. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. This is live. This is what being live is all about here. Uh, okay, just I'm 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 fascinated by you. I'm, I'm fascinated by your moving there. I have I have no reason why my microphone is acting kind of crazy, but I'm gonna go this way for now. Oh wow! Why was your what happened? What happened? It I have no idea. What, I don't know. It just act is acting crazy now. Anyway, that's okay. what live radio does for you. But anyway, go ahead, I'm listening to you. All right, so here goes. All right, so I said before I spoke to him, uh, he he said, "Can I call you?" And I said, "All right, yes." So let, give me a call. But about five minutes before he before he called me, I prayed to the Lord. I said, "Lord, allow me to go ahead and minister your grace to this person, because." In my flesh, I wanted to go ahead and tell this thing, uh, tell this person a few things. When he, when he texted me, he said, "I want to talk to you." And I, the first thing that came through my mind was, "Yeah, I got some things I want to go ahead and say to you too." Okay, but I prayed before that happened, and I said, "Jesus, allow me to minister your grace. Allow me to speak your word in a correct manner, because." If I was allowed to go ahead and speak what I wanted to speak there, it would have been very, very detrimental to that person there. But that's why we have to allow the Spirit of God to take over and say, I, I just say, Lord, I want you to minister through me. Right, right. So that I'm not going to get uh, my flesh and my thoughts and my feelings are not going to get mixed up in this year. But I'm going to be able to minister from a place of neutrality where your presence and your word is going to go forward. Right. And so when I spoke to this person on the phone, it came across that way. And that person was, that person heard things that God wanted to hear them, that God wanted, I'm sorry, God wanted them to hear. And they were able to go ahead and receive what I had to say. Well, that's good. So the whole thing is, is that when we understand that word and we allow it to come in and we take it and we, under, and we receive it correctly there, then we can give it correctly. Mm. And we can give it without judgment. We can give it out without harshness. We can give it without, without preconceived notions. So that way we're able to go ahead and keep ourselves out of the picture and allow God to do what he wants to do. So, here's the other example. And you and I talked about this a while ago there. There's a thing called a word in due season. Which means that God will show you things about people there. And they may not be, they may not be good things and they may not be bad things. Mm -hmm. okay? okay? But, it is our job to go ahead and sit down and bite our tongue and zip our lip and button it until God says, speak it to him now or her now. Because number one, when God gives you that word, when God gives you, reveals something to you 
about that person again. Whether it be good or bad, it's besides the point. But what it will do is it will teach us on how to go ahead and keep our mouth buttoned up and be able to contemplate the word, understand it there, and then pray for that person to receive that word. So what does it do? It doesn't work on our heart too. That's right. That's right. And then when it doesn't work on our heart too, then guess what? It allows us to speak that word the way that it needs to be spoken in the time that it needs to be spoken so that person can receive it. And then when that person receives it there, it does the work that it's supposed to do in their lives. So, that's all of this is combined there with being able to understand and see correctly and understand correctly and be led by the Spirit of God and allow the Spirit of God to do the work that He needs to do first of all in our lives and then in the lives of those people there that we speak to. So, now I know that this I had I, I know this had nothing to do with the baseline, but we got caught up on doing the uh, we got caught up on revelations there. So, <laughs> so yeah. We, yeah, so we took a little we took a little turn there, but it's okay, it's okay. But it's all good because I believe that people need to hear it, and so they need to understand that. And most importantly, <sighs> the word of God goes forward and does what it needs to do in the lives of other people. Well, that's what we're coming out of Revelation. We're coming out of Revelation because we want them to understand that. We want them to have a revelation. Have a revelation. Okay, so going into our baseline. Without the Lamb, part one. It's going to start in 512. Saying in a loud voice, Worthy and deserving is the Lamb that was sacrificed to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor, glory and blessing. Angels out there. The angels are out there singing this. Right there. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you. <laughs> angels are singing this in a loud voice. Do you understand how much glory there is in heaven? There's so much glory in heaven. The Lord has so much glory that you can't help but praise Him. See, we don't know that because we're down here in this sinful God, this, this Satan-controlled world. We don't know what it's like and you can tell me you've been there seen it whatever all this stuff you can tell all people all your different experiences of being in heaven seeing jesus talking to jesus all this okay whatever thing is we don't know it we don't know what it's like up in heaven yet haven't been there people can confess it all they want okay you had your version of heaven haven't been there can't tell you well, it's going to be like this. You know, there has not been two people, three people, four people, five people, ten people, a thousand people have said the same thing. None. They all have different experiences. Different situations. Different experiences all together about what heaven was like. You get two people, oh, I met Jesus. When I died, I met Jesus. Okay? You ask ten people to say the same thing, they'll give you ten different answers. No one has the same experience. So, I haven't been there. Can't tell you. Cool, you've been there? Fantastic. Thumbs up. Glad you were there. I can't wait to get there. Okay? Angels saying in a loud voice, worthy and deserving is a land that was sacrificed to receive power, riches, wisdom, and might, and honor and glory and blessing. It's important. It's a, it's a very important thing to know what the angels are saying about Jesus. About God. Ever been ever been exposed to light so bright you can't even turn the direction lights in? I've been there. 
Light's so bright you can't even look at it. You can't even try. It's so consuming. That's what the power of the Lord is. It's so consuming that you can't even look at a direction. You'll be balled up like a little fetus. Because it's so powerful. Worthy and, and deserving is a lamb that sacrificed to receive power, riches, and wisdom, might, and honor, glory, and blessing. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you to know that these are the angels in heaven who say this about the Lord, the lamb that was slain? Huh? Pretty important stuff, isn't it? If the angels are saying it, then we need to be too. Well, that's that's the point. The point is, if the angels are saying it, we gotta say it. Worthy and deserving is the lamb that was sacrificed to receive power and riches and wisdom, might and honor and glory and blessing. Pretty simple stuff. Absolutely. And what's the rest say here? And I heard every created thing that is in heaven or on earth or under the earth that is in Hades. Hades. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Are you going to jeopardy me on that one? No, that's not. No, that's, that's, that's borderline right there. You borderline now, buddy. Yeah, okay. All right, so Hades. Amen. We'll say Hades. Hades. In Hades, the realm of the dead, or on the sea, and everything that is in them, saying together, to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb, Christ, be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. That says it right there. That declares it right there. For example. And again, I heard every created thing that is in heaven or on earth or under the earth in hell. Let me give you, let me just go ahead and wrap that, put, put your, wrap your mind around that one. Every, that includes every demonic force. Every created thing absolutely heaven earth under earth okay they say under earth because it's not the glory okay let's get this let's, let's get this let's solve let's put to rest this theological twister okay they see hell is under the earth you can't be under a ball ball rolls you can only be under a square okay Theology messed up at there, buddy. You can't be under a ball. Balls don't have unders. Square. Triangle. You can be under that. Can't be under a ball. The earth is round. What's under the earth? Space. Doesn't lay flat. Wait, you're not a flat earther? No. No, 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 no. No. Okay. Uh, we drilled into the earth to the core. We heard people screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling. Have we not known the devil is not in hell? Yeah, there might be souls down there, but there's no, there's no devil down there. I'll tell you that. His time hasn't come to be cast into hell yet. Okay. That will happen in the book of Revelations. Exactly. Okay. So, let's put a perspective in here. Under the earth, what does that mean? Holy Spirit, activate. What does that mean? What does under the earth mean? Well, you tell you tell me, and I'll give you my interpretation. Under the earth means under the realm of reality. Okay, that means that no longer existence on top, under the feet of the Lord. Everyone who dies is in Hades. No one's in heaven yet. 
Lord hasn't come yet. Can't be in hell. Can't be in heaven. You got. You, you can't have one without the other. If no one's, if people are not going to hell right now because hell, because Satan's not even in hell, how in the world are you going to heaven? Yeah, but the demonic spirits are not in hell yet because their time hasn't come. But exactly. people, but souls are. How is that? Wait a minute. You can't have tit for tat. You're tit for tatting that. You're telling me people are going directly to heaven right now. Yes. How's that even theologically accurate? Well, you tell me how it isn't. Because you can't tell me the devil isn't in hell and souls are not going to hell, but we're Listen, going to heaven. Is Jesus, Jesus, yes, he's in heaven. Is Jesus in heaven? Exactly. Okay, so then so then that means that you can be in heaven and the devil not be in hell. Really? Listen. Listen, I thought there was a what? I thought there was a judgment in Hades coming. So Satan and the beast and the Antichrist in the book of Revelation will be thrown into the lake of fire. Okay. Satan is not in hell yet. We know okay. That. Okay, that's that's, that's because his time hasn't come. Established. But when it comes, it will happen. Sorry. Now souls are in hell, but Satan isn't. Okay. So now, now listen to what you're saying about heaven. Okay. Listen to what you're saying about heaven. We talked about this a couple weeks ago regarding people having to go to judgment before they enter heaven. Even if you're saved, you gotta go through judgment, right? For all will face the judgment seat of Christ. Okay. Yes. The, 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 okay. The yes part I'm looking for, not the explanation. I get you. The thing is, is this, if we have to do judgment before we get to heaven, when's judgment? Is it before or after Christ returns? The judgment seat there will be when you when you go ahead and you pass away and you face and you face the Lord on your own individual basis there. Okay, so that means that everyone gets judgment before they even go anywhere, but the, the damned go straight to Hades, and we go to heaven if we if we if we pass the bar exam. Newsflash: when when Satan gets thrown into when Satan gets thrown into the lake of fire there. Okay, there are. There is two different level. There's different levels of hell. Okay, now hell, in its essence, there is the complete absence of God. That's what it. That's what it. That's what it actually is. It's the complete absence of God there. When you die and you don't have Christ as your Lord and Savior, you step into the abyss of the complete absence of God and His presence there. So that is what makes it that torment there itself there now those that are in that place right now at this moment there they're not in there they're not in their final destination yet because in the end what's going to happen is is that satan and the antichrist and all of those that are in there will be then thrown into the lake of fire so they they are in they are in one level of hell but they're not in the lake of fire yet. So, for when a person passes away that knows the Lord, what does the scripture say? That Paradise. he's in that he's in the presence of the Lord. Paradise. Paradise was done away with there when Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave. That's not what he, he said. He took captivity captive. And he ascended up on high with those captives. So, so you tell me between the cross of crucifixion, when he told the thief he's going to be in in paradise, and his in his resurrection, the paradise went away. We're, so, we're getting into some theological weeds here. That's what I'm. That's so, I intend to. 
when Christ died, paradise there was done away with. Because when he ascended, he took them captives up on high and he, he led them on high. Where did he lead them to? Did he stop and drop them off at paradise and say, hey guys, I'm going to leave you over here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and go on to the throne there. No, he didn't. Well, he wasn't, they weren't judged, were they? There will come a day when every person will face judgment there, but that doesn't that doesn't remove them from where they are. See, that, that that's where people who don't know the theological background of this get twisted up. And I understand that. Okay? We we are but we're not. That's what it's, that's that's what it's saying. That's what the, the word is, is really leading to people is you are but you're not. It's like hell. You are but you're not. Okay, do you go directly to heaven when you die, when you are a Christ-believing believer? I believe you do. Okay, I myself, if you have to go through judgment and go through the, the, the courtroom and all that, you're not going directly to heaven, I'm telling you that right now. But who's to say that's not going to take place in heaven? So you're gonna. So, get, so, you, so you're telling me you're gonna get judged in heaven. You're gonna go according to God. And then, well, the judgment seat of Christ is nowhere else. Then, it's then, not then, in. Then what is the point? The judgment seat of Christ is in heaven. Is in heaven there. Right. Okay. But what is the point, though, Noflo? What is the point? If I'm already in heaven, already there, and you're gonna judge me there, and then you're gonna shoot me back. But now? who's gonna be? Listen. Remember, we talked about this before. Let me let me put put it to you this way. Okay. Okay. The judgment seat, okay. We hear about we hear about the judgment seat of uh, of Christ, and then we hear we hear about the mercy seat. Correct. Okay. I'm gonna tell you one thing. Mm -hmm. One thing that changes this: mm -hmm. the judgment seat and the mercy seat mm -hmm. are the same seat. There's not two seats in heaven. But There's, is it? But then there is wait, two books of life. Wait, hold on. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. What makes it the judgment seat there? Okay. And what makes it the mercy seat is depending upon whether the blood of Christ has been applied to your life. So when you come before God to be judged, you're not going to be facing the judgment. You're not going to be facing the wrath of God. You're going to be facing the mercy of God. Why? Because he looks upon you there and because the blood of Christ has changed that and it's been applied to you and to the seat that you're facing there, then you will be facing the mercy seat. If you are not saved, if you are not born again, when you die and you stand before that seat there, you are going to be standing before the judgment seat because the mercy, the blood of Jesus Christ was not applied to you there. So it's one seat, but what makes it the difference is the blood of Christ. Because the blood of Christ turns the judgment seat into a mercy seat there. When the, when the blood is applied, that's when the mercy flows. Listen, let's say it again. When the blood is applied, the mercy flows. And so, when we stand before that seat there, we're going to hear, you're going to hear either one or two things. And this is it. Welcome, my faithful servant, into the into the kingdom prepared for you from my father now i'm not quoting that word for word but that's the summary of it to the others he's going to say to those that haven't been saved those that haven't been delivered he's going to look at them and he's going to say 
depart from me, you workers of iniquity, into the fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So, there will come a day whether this let me let me all right, let, let's give another example here, all right? When you go to when you go to jail, you don't go before the judge right away. You get put in a place in a holding cell. That's my point to you. Okay. It's still a level of hell. You're still in jail. You can't sit there and say even if you're innocent. Even if you're in Oh, okay. What? Hold on. But here's what happens, okay? All right. You get you go there into that place and then you get to face the judge. Now, so when a person if a person is in either way, whether a person is in heaven or they're in hell, there will come a time where they have to go before the judge. That's my point to you. It's a hard analogy. It's why I said the whole law and order thing is very hard to pillow swallow theologically. Because you can't have tit for tat. In other words, you can't have one without the other. So if we're saying this is the way it's going to be for those who are not saved. We're saying it's going to be this way for the ones who are saved as well. There's still going to be judgment. You still got to go through something. It ain't going to be a direct shot to heaven. You still got to deal with some stuff. Because if because if not, then it's nothing but smoke and mirrors. So, I don't believe that a person is going to be put in a place there called paradise there before they go to heaven. I don't believe that. Then there's no judgment. You cannot tell me there's no paradise before heaven if there's a judge not if there's not a judgment. Okay, you're telling me there is a judgment for this, the, the, the justified and the unjustified. That's what you're telling me. There has to be a judgment in place. There's a book of life and there's a land's book of life. Two different books. Okay, that's what you're telling me. That's what theology. No, is. not at all. Really. Really? No, there's no two. There's no two different books okay, of the Lamb's Book God, of Life. I'm telling you right now, the church for the first 20 years of my life lied through their teeth. There's no two books of life this, there. This there is, is the Lamb's Book of Life. Okay, so all this studying and all this theological religious studying about two books. You're in the Book of Life, but it matters if you're in the Lamb's Book of Life. I have never in my life ever heard about two books well, of life. Be, you better get with some Pentecostals. I have never heard that, and if they do say that, there, I'll openly rebuke them and tell them that's not correct. Okay, for, from the eight, from 1995 to 2008, I was taught that. I have never heard that before. Okay, and that and that is the truth. Okay, so. there is the Lamb's Book of Life. There's only one Book of Life. That is the Lamb's Book of Life. Okay, There's not and, and I'm also going to bring some music up ahead, uh, privately, not on the show, that talks about that. Okay. Okay. Anyhow, my point is, is this, okay? It, you have to be judged, irregardless if you're, if, you, if you're saved or not. Right? You're judged, irregardless if you're saved or not. You're going before the judgment seat. Exactly. Okay? But are, the, are they, is it the same judgment seat as a sinner and a saint? It's one judgment seat, but what makes the difference is whether or not the blood has been applied. Okay, I'm not talking about the blood being applied. I'm talking about the actual occurrence. So when you pass away, is judgment happening right away when you pass away? That part there, I believe it does. But I am open 
to saying that it, I am open to interpretation of that. I, either I'll either you, way, I'll tell you what I, I'll tell you what God's given me. God's given me that we all pass away. We're all going to be put in a situation where if you are if you are a saint, you'll be in paradise. If you're a sinner, you're going to be in Hades. And when Jesus comes back for the second time, judgment takes place. Because why in the world would you do all that and then do all that again? You got to understand something. God's got a purpose. He purposely does certain things. He's not a man that should lie. Okay. Our theology is all twisted up. I'm telling you right now. Theology is all messed up because we, the interpretation, I, I don't even know if the Holy Spirit is really interpreting all this stuff. I think people get on the tangent, they get their brain going, and they start thinking all kinds of crazy things. They might get on some acid or some shrooms, and they start reading the word thinking that's all psychedelic. Psychedelic. I don't think this is Holy Spirit. I, th I think that all these years, we've been told totally wrong and taught wrong theologically. That's what I think. Because right now in 2023, that is not what's being taught. I think that this is what I was saying before about where we have to go ahead and make sure that when we read the word, we ask the Holy Spirit to go ahead and interpret us to us there what that word means at that moment there when he's revealing it to us there. And that's why I tell you how important the Holy Spirit is. Because, because even if you have a right revelation about something, all right, let's give the example of what I was talking about earlier, okay? Mm -hmm. Where God may show you something about somebody. Again, good or bad is besides the point. God may show you about this person here. And you can go ahead, if you are not careful, if you are not, if your heart is not right with God in a certain area there, you can totally go ahead and ruin that person's life there by going ahead and misapplying that word, something that God showed you. Here, uh, all right, here's an example. Let's just say that if I and when I point when I pointed to you here, I pointed to to you just as an just uh, for because you're right in front of me, okay? But it's no reference to you. Let's just say that if you had a spirit of absolute anger inside of you, and God revealed it to me, okay? Now, if I came up to you and I said to you, hey, man, God revealed to me you got a spirit of anger, okay? You need to cut it out. You need to straight up. Fly right. You need to go ahead and you got to repent, man. Now, okay, I had a revelation of something that may have been true in your life there, but my delivery of it was all whacked out because I didn't have my heart sanctified enough to be able to go ahead and deliver the word and bring deliverance. Got to remember this, what Pastor Jose Boveda says all the time, okay? He says, he, he, and this is paraphrasing him, all right? If you only see the problem, but you don't bring a solution, then you're part of the problem. You're part, then you're part of the problem there. Pray so that you see the, if you see a problem, then pray Ask God to reveal the solution and bring the solution to the problem so that the problem isn't there anymore. So, if a person, if, if, if I don't train my heart to walk right and speak right and act right, then what I see about you, what God revealed to me about you, could destroy you. Because I can come up and I can just be, a, I can be totally out of line and say, hey man, you know, you, and, and point something out in your life 
and do it in the wrong manner, in the wrong spirit, and you're not going to receive it there, and it's going to destroy you. Whereas, this is what the job would be. God revealed something to me about you. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and pray on it. Say, Jesus, show me how to be a solution for this there. Show me how to deliver it to him. So then what happens is, when the timing is right and my heart has been tested and my motives have been have been purified, I can deliver that word to you there in a right spirit and in a right manner and you can receive it in that manner there. And this is basically what you are what you're mentioning here is you're mentioning how some people have gone ahead and they've taken theology they've taken a certain part of theology and they've run with it there and they haven't been right about their word is right but their spirit behind it there is not do you you understand what i'm saying of course i do i can sit there and i can deliver the word of course i do but the problem is like i said is for so many years no one's corrected it and now we finally got to this point to where you've hurt people have hurt 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 and you wonder why people don't want to be around it because no one's corrected it no one stepped up and said you know what this is a bunch of hogwash this is not how it works and unfortunately, because of that, we have a lot of hurt people who are running around here that have no direction because of the reasons I just said. So when people die, when they pass on, when they move on to the next portion of their life, that's very critical to know about for people to settle into. What's going to happen when my eyes close and I no longer have breath to breathe? What's going to happen? Hmm. We shall see. We are having an interesting... It, don't tell me it's already been an hour. Longer. How long? How much longer? You're not keeping track of time, are you? No, I'm too busy... Flapping your gums. Too busy talking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> guys, okay, guys. We're about to b- break into a break real quick. Um, fascinating conversation. Exalt the lamb. We have notes to go over when we come back. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Stay with us as we continue to rock the house. We'll be right back.
make sense, make it make sense Holding on to a fence, why you straddling the fence? They make it make sense, make it make sense Some of you a sense, some of y'all just went make, make it make sense, make it make sense How you buy some shoes but you can't even pay the rent? Make it make sense, make it make sense God can never bless a mess, he can only clean what's left Better make it make Man rejected me, but God selected me And God accepted me and God protected me See man's opinion belong inside the garbage bin And sin should never have dominion in my heart again They put in work, boy, cause if you don't, you not a man Every church boy should grow into a godly man Man of integrity, undeniably trustworthy Kingdom identity, reliable and love mercy Not greedy for gain of church contribution You trying to pimp the church, that's spiritual prostitution God don't play about his children, you can't treat his children evil And hey, you can build the building, but we gon' build the People. Build the people. Turn this up in your speaker and make the devil mad. devil mad I keep reaching for my Bible, you can keep the bag I got the signal from heaven that never lags hey, He's all I really need and all that I really make have Make it make Yo. sense, make it make sense Jesus turned water to wine, that's your reason to get back Make it make sense, make it make sense How you twist the word of God and try to say that's what he meant Nah, make it make sense, make it make sense How long you been a Christian, why your armor got no dent? Make it make sense, tell him make it make sense God can never bless a mess, he can only clean what's left Better make it make sense Hey, hop out in an 87 Cutlass How you cast out devils, yet you gutless in the public Hey, you stay where it's safe though, take me to the ruckus A faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted Hey, yeah, you went to Bible school, but bet they didn't teach you this Only Holy Spirit can show you what heaven's secret is Hey, it's a special consecration, a private preparation Meditation, concentration And this a kingdom presentation, a kingdom demonstration With heavenly elevation Hey, put yourself last, and put your neighbor first Hey, that's the way it works, don't forget the prayer works Another day at work, time to put your faith to work Hey, look around the church, some of y'all came late to work Most of us was thinking it, but I'm the one to say it first hey, it's okay to cry, sis, it's okay to hurt Hey, I remember swimming rivers in my teardrops Like fear not, gotta make your tears stop Hey, I remember every day I used to peel pop I got so drunk I used to pass out on the hilltop Hey, but it's different now, I no longer chase the blunt And I'll be dumb if I let Satan play me like a trump If blessed be the name of the Lord, I said from this time forth Forevermore, ain't make it make sense. Tell them make it make sense. Holding on to a fence, why you straddling the fence? Ain't make it make sense. Tell them make it make sense. Some of y'all was sense, some of y'all just went. Ain't make it make sense. Make it make sense. How you buy some shoes but you can't even pay the rent? Ain't make it make sense. Tell them make it make sense. God can never bless a mess. He can only clean what's left. Better make it make sense. Ain't make it make sense. Jesus turned water to wine. That's your reason to get back. Nah, make it make sense, they make it make sense How you twist the word of God and try to say that's what he meant Man, make it make sense, they make it make sense How long you been a Christian yet your armor got no dent Make it make sense, they make it make sense God can never bless a mess, he can only clean what's left But it make it make sense, yo But it make it make sense Better make it make sense. Better make it make sense. God can never bless a mess. He can only clean what's left. Better make it make. Better make it make.
What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Yes, you're tuned in to Wednesday Night Live House Party here on the 21.8 Amplitude Network. Man, no flow. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling pretty good? Awesome. Man, are you ready to get back into this? I'm ready to get back into this here. Absolutely. I'm ready to go, man. We've had, we're having a good time here. Sharing the word. Hey. Because we the yeah. 508 people. Hey. 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 We them boys. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. them boys. Yeah. Hold on. We them boys. 508 C-Boys, baby. We them boys. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We them boys. We them boys. Oh, we them boys. Oh, we them boys. Oh, oh, we them boys. Oh, we them boys. Oh, we them boys. With your boy Blue. Wait, I'm gonna be them boys. No flow. Yep. I got a good fight inside of me. I'm on the hunt for souls. Got the guts, got the glory. Got the distance now, I'm not going to Music to my ears. To survive. Rising up to the challenge of arrival. I got souls. I'm on the hunt for souls. My eye of the tiger is focused on souls. That's right. The eye of the tiger. Oh yeah. The eye of the tiger. My goodness. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for tuning in live Wednesday night, daytime, where it may be, where you're at. House party here. Obviously hosted by the 50ST boys, man. If you're listening to us right now, thank you for listening in to us live directly to you. Man, it's a beautiful thing. If you're listening to us via Friday or Monday in our re-air, thank you for tuning in to 21.8 Amplitude Network to listen to us on a Friday or Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Once again, over here on my right corner and the camera left corner on my side is our camera. Love you. <laughs> oh, I messed that up. You are <laughs> 21.8 TV. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. Uh, oh, okay. I, right. I, I, I try every time. <laughs> anyway, so our TV character, thank you so much for waving to you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you tuning in and watching us live right now. It's a wonderful thing. 
if I mess up anymore, I know my I know Lucille will give me a bunch of years. I'm so. surprised she hasn't texted you yeah, yet. I, I, okay. I, I've been a good boy so far, apparently. <laughs> hey, it's so, thank you so much for tuning in to us live via uh, YouTube or on Facebook. Appreciate it. Um, and if you're tuning in to us via On Demand, which is a recorded the recording of it after this broadcast, thank you so much. You you push the button, you want to listen to us, you have a need to listen to us, you love hearing us flap our gums. Thank you so much for doing that. We appreciate it because all ears are good ears. And give us a call at 833-586-6218. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, do so. so. Give us a call. Let us know your Let us know what you think about what we're discussing. Yes, we, we know controversy is definitely something we, we float in the river of. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things I know that, that over the years we've been taught in the church, whether it's grandma pushing you in the church and telling you, go for me, uh, you got to go to church, or it's your mom and dad, or it's your uncle and auntie. Someone has pretty much pulled you by the ear, told you to put your Sunday's best on, and gone into the church. And whether or not you grab any of what's in there or not, you know, oh, well, he can be part of the youth group. You know, and then you're hoping the youth group does the right thing, teaches the right thing about God and about how to pray and how to, you know, do the right things as a kid because that's a good thing. And, you know, so forth and so on. But what I have learned over the years is that for the last 20 plus years of my ministry walk, about 15 years of it has been a bunch of nonsense. How do I know that? Because everything that was godly in my life, human-wise, left. And I was left holding the bag, and I had to figure it out for myself. And I realized how much revelation God gave me through the Holy Spirit, and how much the other stuff was lip work. Understand this about the Word of God. And I hope you catch this, everyone listening out there on Radio World and in YouTube and whatever world, okay? Without the Holy Spirit, there is no discernment. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no revelation. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no Word of God. Okay, you cannot have that much concrete evidence said by several different prophets and apostles and writers of the Word of God over several decades, centuries, millenniums, whatever, all about the same thing without the Holy Spirit intervening. Not, not possible. Okay, so without the Holy Spirit inside your life, inside your soul, inside your word, inside your talk, inside your walk, your walk is extremely difficult and religious because religion does not deal with Holy Spirit. Religion deals with man-made law. You have to do this, you have to do that, because the Word of God says you have to do that. Negative Ghost Rider. What you have to do is listen to the Holy Spirit. What you have to do is be discipled properly. To tune into the Holy Spirit. Okay? Freedom is in the Holy Spirit. Freedom is not in just reading the Word. And I know out there in radio world, I'm getting crickets. I'm, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm not wanting to interrupt you there because you're well, I'm not the, always talking about you. The phone ain't ringing and I know people are crickets out there. Okay. Let me put you this way. This, this may shock you. If you're going to stand for the Lord and make a statement like we have several different times on this show, don't back down. Don't compromise. Don't say, oops, I didn't really mean it that way. Because then you become soft. 
then you become a lunatic then you become a hypocrite and all that stuff because you once said I'm full-fledged army of the Lord or I'm fed it for what's right and then somebody comes along and says no you don't and he says give your right I don't want that much heat cut it really isn't that bad okay let me put it this way I wasn't going to mention it but I'll mention it now because something's very important and I was going to use it today and I'm going to mention it because it's, it's hot on the press everyone should know well not everybody but most people should know about Jason Aldean's song in a small town try it in a small town okay everyone should know about that song very popular right now number one on iTunes video got over 19 million views pretty popular okay I go to tune it on today because I was getting ready I'm gonna play it tonight and the video is different I'm going scrubbing through the video trying to find the thing that I remember and nothing I, I I'm missing parts so now I'm getting very upset because what he had in it was really really good so I start googling what happened and it says in there that apparently the people who produced the video didn't get rights from Fox 5 for the BLM riot footage and they produced the video without the rights supposed to get written rights to the lyrics and all that stuff and they didn't do it and they produced the video anyway well someone got okay. butt, someone got a little butt hurt if you ask me okay but there's one part in the video that was really good it was an old man in a wheelchair and he was talking about how in a small town you know this is what happens we take care of our own if you need help you'll get it okay they took that footage out too I thought that was super critical because that shows an old wise man talking about how they take care of themselves the town takes care of themselves so now I'm at a, a paradigm now we're compromising because of pressure I'm not saying Jason Aldean is a or anything. I don't know him like that. I don't know his, his convictions or anything. What I do know is that you need to get your ducks in a row before you drop something. You need to know what you drop before you drop it. The song came out in May. The video came out this month. 19 million views caused all kinds of ham. People doing reaction videos all over the place. People loving what he did. Now it's all going down because they found the monkey wrench in the whole deal video ain't the same anymore and by the way whoever made his music you're a genius you put Michael Jackson's Dirty Day and a guitar riff in it that was a, that was a pretty slick move did they did they really yeah that it was, was awesome man the country song was pretty good but when they put that guitar the rock guitar Dirty Diana in there I thought that was pretty slick wow yeah it was pretty slick I was, it, I was actually kind of, kind of kind of amazed by that one that's what makes the song interesting that mm -hmm. The way they did the riff, it just it, it, it adds it adds um oh you're not gonna like you don't you won't like what I have to say about that, but okay. Well how am I gonna know if I'm not gonna like it if you don't say it there? Okay. okay. Unless it's Okay. You uh, know what? Uh, we're we're twenty one point eight. What do I care? It's my station to begin with. It, 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 it adds some uh, badass I, I, to it, okay? I, I, this I, is not a G rated show. Not in the words of the religious show. 
Okay. Okay. What 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 do they call the Undertaker? The American? No, 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 no. Why? We still have to represent the Lord. What? Say saying the A word is. Well, the bomb. The, the bottom line is is that you have to understand expression. Okay, if you don't understand expression, you're living in a cave. I get it. I have no. I. I'm telling you, we live in a soft society. Feelings get hurt. Everyone jumps the jumps the broom. Everyone wants to convict off of softness. Feelings. Okay, there's much worse words than that. Okay, and we put a lot of controversial stuff on this air. And Loke Saint does not back down from it either. Man, I, that, that's what tell, that tell, tells me you don't listen to the station very much. <laughs> Did you heard the content on this station? <laughs> oh, I'm telling to you. Be, to be honest with you, there okay, Friday nights there, I am working till 8 o'clock at night. And so sometimes. It's not every, it's not every Friday night, man. It's You have. 24 hours, seven days a week of, of programming in this station. If you listen to the station for two minutes a day, you'd be like, whoa. Listen, you know, here's the thing, okay? Okay, uh, everything I put on this station, for the most part, is PG-13. Okay? Right, okay. Okay, sometimes PG-14. Nothing ever are, but pretty, pretty okay. PG-14, okay? All right. What I just said was PG-14. Okay, because not everyone thinks of that word as being a bad word. I know, but we got to remember there that there are some people in our audience there that may go ahead. Just be honest here. There there, there may be some people in the audience there that, if, okay, for instance, if we are if we are communicating a message to certain people there, particularly a younger generation, mm -hmm. okay, it's not good for us to go ahead and it's not good for us to go ahead and say something that like that there that they may be able to go ahead and say oh it's okay to go ahead and say that and then i don't i i'm gonna tell you right now like it or not i have no problem people expression even kids express yourself i got no problem with that no problem at all no problem at all because i'm not religious i don't look at things as it's not a matter of being religious though it's just a matter of setting a of setting there, there is context for everything there's context that's, for everything. That's true, but here's well, what. But how are you gonna how are you gonna dismiss that? There's no well. There's no dismissing that. There's context for everything, okay. but at the same time, there we have to go ahead and we we have to be careful there that we're not setting an we're not setting an example for others to follow there that may not be a good thing. They may say, well, you know what? That's said on the air, mm -hmm. so it's okay for us to go ahead and say it at home. Okay. And that's just. I can back everything I say up. Well, I, I can tell you right now. Yeah, I said it. I said it live on the air. <laughs> I, I said I, live on the air, and you know what? What? Turn off. Uh, Turn it right? off. If you don't. If, but e but I, even I, I, if. I didn't, I didn't bleep it. But even if. Right, okay. So, but even if that's the case there where they can go ahead and turn it off, is it something that should be said, anyways? Expression. I meant to say it. Right. So I understand what the expression is there, but do I do I apologize for saying it? No, no absolutely not. Let, well, let's let's go ahead and let let's discuss that there 
this part here, okay? Okay. All right. If so, if you have to use, if you've got to use certain words to go ahead and get a point across there, mm -hmm. then then what you're trying to get across there is not enough to go ahead and grab their attention there. Are so you that, sure? are you sure about that? I would say that you would be able to go ahead and use different words and not not words there that we try not to go ahead and have uh, we try not to go ahead and have young people emulate. So I am going to sit here and okay, if I did that, I'd be a hypocrite. You wouldn't be a hypocrite. Yes, I would be because you don't know me outside the show. You don't know what I deal with every single day. You don't understand the guys, I, people I deal with. You don't understand the language I, I, I sometimes use. That's G-rated compared to what sometimes I hear and what I got to tolerate. Okay? I don't live in that world. I don't live in the world of everything being pleasant and clean. I live in a world of craziness. I live in a world of taking chances constantly. Okay? So if I happen to drop that word, it's not horrific. It's not a curse word. Not a lot. It's not an earth-shaking event, right? But, but it's that, still. But, that, but that's 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 the feeling. See, but, this 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 is where the problem comes with people. Okay, and I'm gonna say this to everyone out there watching here. Okay, the problem is we're soft. This this nation is soft. It's got nothing to do with it's being soft. Absolutely does. It does not. Everything has, on this, everything in social media is based upon feelings. It has nothing to do with reality. It has nothing to do with of 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 a standard. It has to do with feelings. Everybody's based on feelings. Everything. So let me ask you this. Would you consider me to be soft? At times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So let, let's, let's, let's open that up there. Uh, particularly soft to what? To your views. You may be radical for the Lord, but does it mean you're radical for the world? I'm not afraid to go in and, and express my views there to anybody. Yes, your views. But it depends on the angle. Okay, a lot of people don't understand the angle on what you're doing. It, like you said, you 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 mentioned earlier something regarding someone saying, uh, "Hey, buddy, you don't, if you don't do this, you're gonna go to hell. You gotta you, you you gotta get yourself right, get with it, blah blah blah." But you know the context is that's wrong. You know that you saying that somebody could be just as bad as using a curse word. You're not gonna get, you're not gonna you're not gonna agree with that one because wait wait, wait run that by me again. There. The way you no. said when you said to me about right. how you approach somebody who's acting all kinds of crazy and says bro you gotta change your ways you gotta do something different you gotta get with it blah 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 remember you saying that earlier right. okay mm -hmm. the way you approach that can be more detrimental to that person than using the, using the language true okay I would not I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that at all okay so that's my point to you just because it's a word you may not agree with doesn't mean it's wrong it means that you don't agree with it Corrupt communication biblically doesn't mean a certain word. It means the connotation of what you're saying to somebody. It has nothing to do with words. Okay, so that all right. Well, let's 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 take this further then. Okay, okay? further. Let's just say that if it, that that if it's okay to go ahead and start just expressing ourselves. Okay. All right. Okay. Is it okay to go ahead and use the F word on the station? No. Why not? Because it's I'm going to go ahead and take your yes. same approach. Yes. And I'm going to put it to you like this. Because it has to be in a dialect of connotation. Okay. So. Okay. There is nothing on this show 
in the last 45 to 50 shows that requires that type of wording. Okay, so what, plus I got an what, FCC to worry uh, about. What if? Okay, but what if I got, I, FCC, I got FCC to worry about? Right, but okay, taking, okay, that's not a but. That's actually they shut us down if I get too crazy. But taking your taking your I, your reasoning behind that, there, uh-huh. you should not be opposed for me to, for me to say that word. Okay. So I, now, now I, I'm not opposed to you, but I can definitely, I can definitely edit it. Okay. So then you would be opposed to it then if you were editing it. I can let any word go fly if I want. That's true. You can. Okay. But my point being is, is that if it's okay to go ahead and say one thing, then shouldn't it be okay to say the other? And why now would you, you? Now you're getting tit for tat. It. it we're, you're tit for tatting like you did with, the, with, with judgment. You did the same thing. You're tit for tatting. I am simply pointing out something no, there you, that you that you have to admit there that there are admit. lines that there are drawn. Lines there, are drawn, but you're talking about using. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of other words words that can be used. You you can't be just cherry picking. Uh, the whole point is you're cherry is that, picking words. The the whole thing is is what I'm saying is that okay is that we have to be and we have to be mindful of the we've got to be mindful of those that may go ahead and perceive what we're doing and take it in the wrong manner okay, okay. let's give you an example okay. all if, right if we're going to sit here and we're going to be concerned about every single thing we said we shouldn't have ran the low sink show but we but the whole point is is that guess what the whole in his show, show in his show part two <laughs> okay. You listened to that show? You didn't listen to the show because you would have been giving me all kinds of nonsense over it. That show, part two, I listened to that show on the air. Holy cow. You would have been coming out of your unfilled grave about that show because he said things way out of context. But you know what? It doesn't matter because it, it, it was the controversy we were after. No, we didn't use colorful language, or what they call right. colorful language. What I'm okay. trying to say is that just because it's the wording wording in context. But here, okay, here's the whole thing. We never used any of those words there, but we still got the point across. Does it mean it's not Which wrong? means that it's not necessary for go ahead to go ahead and use those words. Not always. So there are ways, if you have to go ahead, and what I mean by this, and, and understand this, I, this, this, just get the point of what, get get what I'm saying here. If you've got to go ahead and, and resort to certain words to go ahead and try to prove your point there, then I will say that you're not being very good at proving your point there. Because if you've got to go ahead and use, if you've got to go ahead and have to change, if you've got to go ahead and, and like for instance, okay, just example here, if. If I tell a person, I could tell a person one way, one one or two ways of, of how to do, uh, to do something. Ma'am, I need you to please move out of my way. All right? Okay? And you can be forceful about it. Ma'am, I need you to please move out of the way. All right? And be forceful in that. And if what I'm doing is forceful enough, that person's going to listen. Okay? Regardless of what words I use. Now, if I come up to somebody and I say blankety blankety blank out of here what that shows there is that the text of what i'm saying is not good enough for them to go ahead and hear me and and do what i'm asking them to do i could go ahead i could come up to you and i could say uh can you please go ahead and make sure that this is done if i'm your boss can you please make sure that this is done within a certain amount of time and the way that I say it there, if the, t- if the, if the, 
text of what I'm saying is going to be strong enough, you'll do it. But a person who has to rely upon using certain way, certain uh, languages there proves that what their, uh, what their, their delivery there is not strong enough. So now they got to use something to go ahead and substitute for it. Now, so if a person came up to you and said, you need to blankety blank, 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 get this done and get that done. I need you to do it now. Okay. That to me, if a person is going, is taking that approach, it's telling me, it's, it's telling me there that they're not strong enough to deliver their point without having to use those words. So does that make sense? I just think you're really bent over one word. I, no one I, word I, you're bent listen, over listen you it, it's the I, I used the, it and now you're taking 30 minutes in explaining this dude I get I over just, it get over it I said it once I'm I'm over it already really I'm just you're giving me five examples of reason why that was I'm giving you I'm just expressing let's there. Put this way to you guys okay L- listening audience I love you okay I love every single one of you listening to this station okay you guys are important you guys make the station relevant okay you know me. You know how your boy Blue gets down. You know that I'm open. Okay? The show is very highly controversial and a lot of stuff. I'm sure we'll get past this. We already are past okay, it. Okay, then stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the news is this. This is the notes of, the state of, this, of today's Revelations 5, 12 through 13. This verse continues the song sung in heaven, praising Jesus in front of the throne of God. The trail to Jesus' kingdom passes through the cross. We all know that. The cross is the gateway. When Jesus was on earth, his disciples believed his earthly kingdom was imminent. Okay? But he told them repeatedly that he had to come to to come to die. Mark 10.45. He had to come here to die. That was the principle behind it. The angelic host proclaimed Jesus' right to, right to honor and power in part because he endured the cross. They declared... He is worthy to receive royal acclaim because he is the lamb who was slain. He deserved all that praise, guys, because he was the one that was slain. He is the one that took the beating, took the cross. He is worthy to receive the power and authority to establish and to administrate his kingdom. Revelations 24 through 6. Okay. Jesus is described as worthy to receive wealth. Governments needed money to operate, but untold wealth belongs to King Jesus. What does that mean? Untold wealth. That means things are secrets. Things that the money can't buy you. He will never exhaust his loyal treasury as he governs on earth. It means he'll never go broke. Because the, uh, the, the secrets of, of his kingdom are endless. He will exercise eminent wisdom as he de- administers justice in his kingdom. He will also exercise his might to subdue every pocket of rebellion that surfaces in his kingdom. As earth perfect at earth's perfect king jesus will receive honor or depth respect from his loyal subjects the glory of his holiness will blanket the earth and his subjects will bless his holy name that's a mouthful the perfect king honor and deep respect loyal subjects which means those who have been loyal to him and followed him him so every pocket of rebellion that surfaces in his kingdom which means little small rebellions he'll just destroy to take care of that and destroy it his verse, this verse records the ultimate oblation of Jesus and God the Father will receive when the whole earth is restored to its original sin-free condition. That will happen after judgment. And Armageddon's done, all that's good stuff done. He's going to restore the earth. 
Romans 8, 21 and 22 informs us that the creation itself will be set free from his bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. No more bondage, no more corruption, obtain freedom. We talk about freedom all the time on the show. For we know that the whole creation has been grown together in pains of childbirth until now. Basically, we're going through tribulation until we get to the childbirth, which is the resurrection. At that time, every living person and thing will acknowledge the Lamb's indescribable right to reign throughout eternity as king. No question about it. He's going to take care of everything. He's eternal king. Together, they will ascribe to the Father and Son blessing, honor, glory, might forever and ever. Basically meaning Jesus is the business. It gets no bigger. The praise will bring a positive response to the command given in Psalms 148, 7-13. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures in all depths, fire and hail, snow and mist, misty or stormy winds, fulfilling his word. Mountains and all hills, fruits, trees and all cedars. Beasts and all livestock, creepy things and flying birds, kings of the earth and the peoples, all the peoples, princesses and all the rulers of the earth, young men and maids together, old men and children, let them all praise the Lord for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above all earth and heaven. Revelations 5, 11-14 concludes the heavenly scenes that Apostle John viewed for being invited to enter heaven. Revelations 4-1. Tribulation judgments come next in chapters 6-16. through 16. This passage contains a, a sericendo of angels ascribing praise to the Lamb. Their praise draws universal agreement and an approximate response from the four living creatures and the 24 elders earlier described as attending God around his throne. That is awesome. That is the reason why we do what we do. Because we know the gateway is the cross, the lamb was slain, and the Holy Spirit reigned. All three together is a triunity. Glory, glory, glory. I'm telling you, you get to heaven, you go through all you have to go through, you get to heaven, the, the, you will have nothing but glory, glory, glory to say about the Lord. Yes, we will be living. Yes, we will have what we have. Man, a, a sinless world? Man, can't even imagine. So we, <laughs> That's a, I wouldn't mind. Uh, no, uh, absolutely at all. You know what, what occurred to me when you mentioned that about the uh, the 24, hour, uh, 24 elders? Uh, uh, as a, uh, earlier described as attending God around his throne man what I would love to be just to, in the midst of that just one of the elders um, I won't, I'll never be one of the elders but, but to, to, to be in that position to be around that to yeah. see that yeah. Okay? yeah to see that to see that happen and comprehend that that is what I, I would I tell you what I can't wait for that day. Do you realize that when you read this, when you read the the uh, this about the Book of Revelations, that you are in that part there at yeah. that moment. Yeah. You are part of that crowd that is taking that is doing that. Well, we have so, to we have to understand something, okay? This is on a different level. Most people are just hoping to get in the door, in the gate. We're talking about things that are happening that 
once you get into the knowledge of the gate, then you can start kind of working yourself through it and start trying to uh, understand more what's going on. Because honestly, uh, most people I know, they're just trying to get in. This is deep stuff. This is stuff that you have to understand how it works, how God, how much glory there is in God. Fear him. Fear him with a loving fear, not a creepy fear. Don't fear. Don't don't give me two answers. Don't don't fear God in a way like you're like. He's gonna kill me if I don't do this right. I'm going to hell. Oh my gosh, I'm already done messed up. Let me explain something to you before you go into salvation. The only way you're getting into hell is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way you're gonna get to hell. Because 99.9% of the time, people, they're one prayer away. They're one knowledgeable prayer away from getting into heaven. Call in the name of Jesus. You're in heaven. You choose to do that. You choose not to do it. People who acknowledge are going. Okay? So, if you're sitting there in your front room, if you're sitting in your bedroom, if you're sitting in your car, if you're sitting... Wherever it is you're hearing this show, understand this. You, you are only going to go to hell if you choose to go to hell. You're only going to heaven if you choose to go to heaven. It's a choice. True? Okay. If you live a non-godly life, Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is a continuous denial of God's grace on your life. Look at that right. It's not one prayer. It's not you talking crap about it. It's you literally living a Christ, anti-Christ life, denying grace daily. That's why it's unforgivable, because you can't forgive a passion against God. But you can't honor a passion for God. So when they say the only unforgivable sin is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, it means that you are continuously abandoning grace for your own intuition, which is evil. Get my point? That is what that means. Get that proper. You choose to go there if you choose not to give Jesus his due. Okay? That doesn't mean you have to live a religious life. If you choose to live that way, that's your business. But it's not required. Freedom is a beautiful thing. Holy Spirit gives you freedom. Holy Spirit gives you dominion. Holy Spirit gives you love. He revelates. Redemption. Reconciliation. Reborn. All in the Holy Spirit. Sad thing is, most people don't even understand that. Most people are getting taught such a wrong theology about God that they are sitting there thinking they have to do all kinds of crazy things and say elaborate prayers and all that stuff to get get God's attention. All you got to be is genuine. Just tell them, God, I need your help. Matter of fact, before the end of the show, let's do that. I'm not going to make it a long thing. We're going to make it very simplistic. If you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart as your personal Lord and Savior, NoFlow got two minutes to drop it to you. Go for it, NoFlow. 
So it's very simple there. God loves you, and he sent his son to die on the cross for you. You can't demonstrate a greater love than that. You can't not you cannot demonstrate a greater love than 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 in order to bring back his uh, the the human race to him. He sacrificed his only son to die on the cross for your sins and to forgive you and to cleanse you from from those sins that you've committed there. That's very simple there. Now, that love can only be fully understood and appreciated and received when you ask Jesus to come into your life. And for all these years that you've been alive, he's given you every opportunity to go ahead and come to him. He's knocked on the door. He's tried many different ways to reach you, to touch your life and say, you need to be born again. We were sitting here, we were talking about heaven and we're talking about hell. Regardless of where, uh, regardless of where we're going to be when we go before we go to heaven, or where we're going to be before we go to hell, what it boils down to is there is is that you are going to either make the decision to receive Christ and make heaven your home, or you're not, and you're going to make hell your destiny, uh, hell your home for eternity. That's what it boils down to. So here it is. You have great purpose. You have a great uh, destiny in your life that God wants to fulfill through you there but in order to do that you've got to go ahead and give your life over to him and let him come inside of you and let him live big inside of you let him live mightily inside of you there so if you're looking for that change of life today then it's through jesus christ that's what it that that's the, oh, that's that's the nutshell of what we're talking about here so if you want to give your life to the lord you want to start living for him then let's go ahead and pray right now for you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to say with me right now, Jesus. Jesus. I, I love I love you. I love you. I want to give my life to you. I want to give my life to you. Jesus. Jesus. Forgive me. Forgive me. Of my sins. Of my sins. Wash me clean. Wash me clean. Make me whole again. Make me whole again. Jesus, I want to live for you. Jesus, I want to live for you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Thank you. I give you my everything, Lord Jesus. Thank you. I give you my everything, Lord Jesus. Right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did I make it in two minutes? Uh, you did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, if you said that prayer, definitely go to umlv.com. Go down to the bottom of the page. It says contact us. Let us know. Email us. Uh, let us know. Or you can give us a call. 833-586-6218. Give us a call. Go down to the third option. I believe that's a prior request line. And you can leave a, a message for us. Let us know. We're also text friendly. Guys, remember something. Let the Holy Spirit do what he do. Get in touch with him. Amen. Let, let him control your life. Let him be a part of your life. Let him be Let him be your conductor. You know what I'm saying? And also, too, I want to mention, you know, uh, part of uh, just a uh, just quick 30 seconds here. Part of uh, this show here is is that uh, is that uh, we talk, we do have some controversies there. And you know what? We do have uh, between us here, we have disagreements. And you know what? We are <laughs> we are those disagreements, too. Uh, you know, I still can't get him to switch over from Amplified to KJV. So Not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay. But. 
here it is. You know what? In the end, okay, that's what uh, makes life interesting. That's what makes life exciting there. You know, people may disagree with you, but you know what? Uh, at, uh, in the end, what it all boils down to is Jesus Christ, Absolutely. no matter what. So, But sometimes you're going to hear us get disagree, but that's just the way it works. We don't always agree. But in the end of the day, we have a great show. Absolutely. And we make it interesting. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Anything you want to add before we go? Yeah. Jesus is Lord. Absolutely. And before we go, I got one thing I always say after every show. Everyone around the world who's listening right now can repeat it. Pentecost. Because he paid it at, at all, all costs. Cost. Hey, guys. See you next week. It's going to be a great show next week. Thank you for listening. UMOLV.com. And... 833-586-6218. We'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you.